this is Tony Lloyd. Being a broadcaster for many years, I've witnessed some great stories in the music industry. And now I want to bring as many music stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. My goal is that they will inspire others making their way in the music world. Music Stories with Tony Lloyd. Tyler Joe Miller, welcome to Music Stories. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing good. And you're, you're, in, you're in Canada at the moment. I am. Yeah, just outside of Vancouver in British Columbia, where it's still uh, pitch black out. Is it? <laughs> Have I got you up too early? Oh, no, it's fine. I'm used to construction before doing the music thing, so I was always up early anyway. Ah, right. Okay, well, we'll talk about that maybe in a minute. Uh, you've got a new single out called Shoulda Known Better. We'll play a little snip from that in a minute. Uh, it says here in my research that you uh, are a multiple award-winning country artist. Apparently, that's uh, that's what they tell me. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to you on Zoom, and I can't see any trophies in the background, but that's okay. No, those are all collecting dust over on the <laughs> shelf. <laughs> Do you use them to put pens in and stuff? Yeah, basically. Okay. Uh, and you've been on tour in Canada, I think, Um until the 26th of August, I think you stopped, which uh, a few days ago. So, uh, how are how, are you, how did you survive? You obviously survived, but you know, are you, are you very tired? What was the tour like? Yes, I'm exhausted. <laughs> uh, it was good. I was basically all across the country and back a couple times this uh, this summer. So it was uh, a lot of shows for a summer that we thought was going to be a bit less. Because uh, we played a lot last year, so we were kind of going, all right, you know, we, you know, maybe we'll take a, a step back a little bit for this summer, and and uh, you know, kind of do another big summer next year, and then all of a sudden, the offers came in, and things just kind of blew up, and so we're like, all right, I guess we're doing another busy one this year. I guess there's not a not busy summer for musicians, so yeah, it's uh, that's just part of the job, but it's been a uh, it's been great. And yeah, had a lot of really great shows and uh, played a lot of places this year that we didn't play last year. So um, yeah, it's pretty cool. It, it, we're, it feels like we're making up for lost time because I kind of started putting my music out just at the start of the pandemic. And so I was doing a music career just online and on radio for basically two years. And so now uh, we're finally getting out there and, and being able to finally play, which is awesome that's so, great and have you got thank here for being too busy no well no can't complain uh think of the money you know and then have a nice holiday um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the what's the hardest part about touring is it just the the tiredness or is it the traveling or lack of sleep or the hotels or what's the what's the worst part yeah i'd like i love traveling but i I'd say the worst part is probably the airports. <laughs> uh, uh, at least in Canada, they they've been just absolutely nuts. Uh, and so, like, all me and my whole band, we all have like Apple AirTags uh, in our, you know, uh, instrument cases and yeah. our luggage and like everything. Yeah. Just because like you're kind of assuming that it's going to get lost somewhere or. <laughs> It's just as musicians traveling with the instruments too, it's, they give you a harder time going through security and all that. So it's, that's kind of the worst part of it. But, uh, yeah, once, once you get past that, it's pretty fun, but it, it feels like the job 
if you go to play a show, it's like the job is like 90% traveling, 10% show. Yeah. Uh, but that 10% definitely makes up for that other 90. Years ago, I did a radio show in America and um, we, we flew out uh, some kit as well, similar to you, probably not so much. And um, uh, the authorities at the American airports gave us hell. My word, we had to take everything to bits. and. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, thorough. it was very thorough. It was very thorough. I suppose it was uh, for the for the for the good of security, so you can't really uh, complain about so. security. Yeah. And what's the best yeah. thing? What's the best thing about touring? You say you like traveling, but what's the, what's the best thing? I'd say even on like the worst days, like even on the days that it's you're exhausted, and you sometimes it's just like man, I. I don't want to do this right now. Like I'm, I'm tired. Mm. I just want to nap. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, there's other things that you'd rather do sometimes, but uh, only because you're exhausted. But then the second you step on that stage and the crowd is cheering and going nuts and singing your songs, like it's just, it, it bounces you right back and just reminds you that this is the best job in the world. Wow. So uh, I think the coolest thing, the best thing is, is just the the fans and like the crowd like it's hearing them sing my songs is such a surreal thing uh and like singing them loud wow. <laughs> uh and so like that's that's been really cool and especially songs that i write that have been on radio and done really well over here and all that stuff it's like these people like really know it and like they're they're belting it out which is awesome um and just getting to hear their stories and stuff too and, and getting to meet the fans it's like these people are the reason why I have a career. So hmm. uh, I love getting out to meet them and, and uh, you know, just hear the stories. Well, I think we should have a little listen to uh, Should Have Known Better, don't you? Let's play a little bit. Here we go. It's Tyler Joe Miller. Here we go. Fabulous. Love it. Love it, Tyler. That's good. Do, do people call you Tyler or Tyler Joe? Tyler Joe, I suppose. Yeah, people call me different things all the time. Some are good, some aren't. No. So, yeah, I get that I as well. Up, I, I grew up as uh, as TJ. Right. Uh, my, my parents wanted to call me Tyler Joseph, and so they, uh, yeah, they, they named me TJ, but there's an actor and comedian uh out in hollywood that's that's got uh the name tj miller and he didn't have some nice things to his name so he uh <laughs> he's hilarious but he, he he had some allegations that were like ah oh, let's stay away from the yeah movie. stay clear stay clear of that guy yeah. um okay uh winding back the clock now how did it all start in the music industry for you because people listening to music stories are fascinated about you know how to get into it and what it takes and what the problems are and so on and and how it all started. I mean, some people, you know, start playing the piano or the guitar from the age of two or something crazy. And then, yeah. you know, all their parents teach them because they're in the industry. How did it start for you when you were a kid? Yeah, I uh, I didn't, like, grow up as a musician. Um, 
I actually like when I was younger, I wanted to be an actor. That was like the dream. Uh, wanted to be in movies or TV shows, whatever it was. But like, I, I loved acting and like through high school, like I never took a music class, not once. It was just acting class. And um, I think it was just because I was good at BSing. So I, <laughs> I was like, oh, let's just turn this into a career. Uh, it should have been but, the DJ. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I always loved acting. And then um, it started actually because I started going to uh, a church with my buddy and uh there's like music and stuff and i was like i don't know about this jesus guy but uh this music's pretty cool and the chicks are cute so <laughs> and uh but some guy there was like hey do you know how to play guitar i was like uh yeah my dad bought me an electric guitar and you know i i, I know zeppelin and metallica <laughs> he's like okay good enough uh here's some cds learn how to play these songs do you know how to sing I was like, I don't know. I've never tried. So he's like, well, you're the new singer here at the at the church. Wow. <laughs> okay. And it was just because I was very extroverted. So he's like, oh, you'd be really good on stage. And so I started to learn how to play guitar better and, and sing and stuff. And um, that's kind of how I got my start. Um, and then I just kind of stuck with it. I'd play like talent shows and stuff at my school with my buddies. But like it was all just instrumental. Like I was never singing and stuff with it, but it was actually the started going to church and that was the, the start of my, my musical journey. And, uh, you know, just met so many great musicians along the way too, within that, that there's so many good musicians that come from church and they're singing and playing every single Sunday. So their, mm -hmm. their chops are keeping sharp and everything. And, um, they've sort of got a captive audience, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, church. absolutely. If they're in the yeah, church, a lot, of, a lot of practice. Yeah. If they're in the church, that's it. They yeah, have to listen exactly. To yeah, they, they kind of have to listen to you too. Yeah. So. But, you know, people, you know, I, I'm thinking Whitney Houston, um, you yeah. know, and her aunt, and they all started uh, singing choirs in church, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And you have the best harmonies too. Like my whole band, we actually met playing at church together. And, uh, there's some of us band members that, uh, we used to play in two different bands when I was in my like early twenties and we play around at the bars and the clubs and stuff. And, and we were in these two separate bands that were, uh, doing our own thing. And then we ended up forming basically one band and doing country music. But, uh, my buddies that, you know, they're playing at church with me when I would left the church and kind of just doing my own thing. And, uh, you know, started doing country music, or at least was planning to, I kind of told the band like, Hey, once, you know, if I get a record deal and things start happening, like, you know, who knows if that's ever going to happen. Mm. Uh, but there started being some conversations because, uh, I guess the rest of the journey is I, I have a nonprofit that we do building projects down in Central America in Guatemala. And we do like baby rescues for kids that are malnourished and a bunch of that stuff. And I was actually down in Guatemala with my guitar and uh, some guy heard me playing my guitar out on the patio one night. And uh, his name was Willie and he comes out the next morning. He's like, I didn't know that you play country music. I was like, I don't. What are you talking about? And he's like, well, you were playing your guitar last night and singing. I was like, oh, yeah, those are just some songs that I wrote. And uh, I was just trying to impress that girl that was out there with me. And uh, <laughs> it worked for a little bit. But he's like, uh, 
he's like, well, that was country music. Like, that's really good. And I was like, yeah, I, like I grew up on country music and for me, it's just music. And I guess it came, comes out that way. And, uh, it's kind of like how Chinese food in China is just food mm. for me. It was just music. Uh, but yeah, he goes, you should start doing country music full time. And I was like, well, that's easier said than done. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I was running my contracting business too. So I was like, I'm happy just being like a carpenter and painter and and uh, running this nonprofit because people's my passion. And he goes, well, if you you know want to help people, what if you got into music and you built a platform for, you know, to where people not only want to hear what you have to sing, but you have to say and use that platform to influence more people to help. And so I thought that was a great idea. So I, I put my name out there and I started playing backup guitar and vocals for other artists in BC here. And, you know, started playing a lot of the rounds and stuff and, and festivals with them and just started shaking as many hands as I could. And then one of the artists that I was playing a couple shows with, she goes, hey, do you want to do a duet with me? I want to film it and put it out on the internet. I was like, yeah, sure. Sounds fun. And so we did it and uh, it kind of blew up on on Facebook. And that's where uh, a couple people from my record label saw me singing and I was the backup guy. And they're like, <laughs> sent it over to the, the owner of my record label now, Mike Denny. And he's, uh, they reach out to me and they're like, hey, you want to be doing your own thing? We're MDM recordings. We saw you sing on, on this video. Yeah. We're pretty interested to see what you want to do. And and I was like, I know who you guys are. I had snuck into your party a couple of years ago at the Canadian Country Music Awards. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember be, seeing that show because they, they throw a show every every awards every year. And I saw their show and I was like, man, I want to be up there playing that one day. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they reach out. And uh, yeah, a bit down the road, we end up signing a record deal together. And I told the band stop playing on Sundays, start playing on Fridays in the country bars. With me. <laughs> and, uh, we drank and swore too much for church anyway. So now we play country music, but, uh, wow. <laughs> I was going to ask you, um, why country and, and how that all came about, but you've just told me, uh, you know, and, and it was sort of a yeah. gradual, gradual process, wasn't it? You know, from church into country. And, uh, yeah. that's, that's a great story. And, and I'm sure it will, um, resonate with lots of people listening to this at the moment. Um, Absolutely. yeah. So, um, what advice would you give to somebody listening to this? Who's, you know, not necessarily a country music person, but, uh, just generally wants to get into playing the guitar and get as famous as they can and get a deal and so on. What advice generally would you give them? My advice would probably be not to listen to what I have to say, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'd say probably uh, people are looking like record labels are, they're looking, they're aware of what's going on. Um, and so I would just say, you know, work on your craft, master it, practice all the time, but also just put out content right now. The whole music industry is about content, getting it out there, everybody just wants more 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 and so for myself it was just putting a video out there that kind of stuck uh so i'd say just you know there's all the different apps and social media stuff that people are sharing the music on and everything and honestly just get as much content out there as you can and just hope and pray that something sticks um and that's kind of all we can do right now mm. um and what for, about uh, at least i think that's the best chance of being heard yeah, sure. I think I think I agree with you. 
Um, but uh, as far as business is concerned, uh, then there's not uh, money in streaming anymore, is there? Or well, never was. You know, you have to do uh, you have to do yeah. a tour. You know, you have to stream millions to make a, a few a few dollars. Yeah, I wouldn't be uh, banking on just making money from streaming for sure. Oh. Uh, that's kind of coffee money. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, w- once you get into the millions and stuff, like you do start making some good money from it. So, oh. but it, it takes a lot, like a lot of the average band or artist that's just putting music out there on their own that, you know, isn't becoming viral or something like that. It's you're, you're right. You're not making a whole lot of money, but uh, once you have a record label and stuff behind you, that's really helping push the envelope sort of thing. Uh, like once you're into the multi millions and stuff, like it can it can start making you some some revenue. But mm. yeah, basically, like the the money makers is getting out on the road and touring and playing festivals and shows. And uh, a huge one is merch, like selling merch. Yeah, something cool that people want to buy. Uh, well, yeah, I, 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 want, I want a Tyler Joe Miller t shirt. I want I want one over here in France. You know. Well, we'll have to send you over one then. <laughs> well, I want to buy one. I mean, don't want to get That's not hard to do. <laughs> anyway. Right um, here. Here's your shirt. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, my God. Have you, have you got it? My, I need I need quite a large one. <laughs> Me too. So, yeah, I probably got it. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's uh, happening with you in the future then? You just come off this uh, very busy, exhausting tour uh so what's what's next are you going to do another one or what's happening for the rest of the year yeah so we've got a i'm home now for a couple weeks which is amazing um probably gonna go up to my cabin for a little bit within these two weeks and just enjoy some unplugged time and Mm. and go fishing and just hang out and not be on my phone (laughs) uh but then sounds absolutely idyllic I mean, I, I, want, yeah. I want I want to come over and join you. If I bring some beers and some Tony Lloyd t-shirts, you know, can I? <laughs> Absolutely, bring it on over. <laughs> There's oh, lots yeah. of room. Uh, <laughs> One day. But other than that, for for music, in a couple of weeks we have the Canadian Country Music Awards, and so mm. uh, that's over in Hamilton, Ontario. And uh, yeah, I'm up for three awards, which is crazy. Um, up for uh single of the year collaboration of the year and songwriter of the year uh for three different songs which is that was really cool for me that it was like all three of my songs that i've put out within this eligibility period have made it in which is awesome um and we go right from that to the uk to come do uh uh an acoustic tour over there so yeah we're hitting up london manchester liverpool edinburgh dublin and uh, I've never been over to the UK before, so I'm uh, I'm excited about that to be on that side of the puddle. Well, I'm I, you know I'm I'm based in France now, as as we said, um, uh, but I'm always going home to to London, which is where I come from. So we'll have to keep yeah. in touch, and um, maybe we can bump yeah. into you backstage or something. Uh, Absolutely. Your website is Tyler Joe with an E Miller with two L's dot com. Um, yep. I'm sure people uh, Google you, they'll find you straight away because I did. And yeah. um, <laughs> look for good luck with those awards. I mean, you've got to get one out of the three, if not three out of three, I reckon. I mean, I haven't won one yet. I've had a lot of nominations the last couple of years, but uh, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. But maybe this year I'll be a bride. Might be your year, yeah. <laughs> 
Well, thank you so much for talking to me. Good luck with the award ceremony and um, maybe catch up again one day soon. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for having me. No, you're very welcome. Thanks for talking to me on Music Stories. Tony Lloyd, creating audio and film worldwide. Thank you.